Welcome to Desert Island Events, the event industry's creative podcast in which we talk to event professionals about their dream event. I'm your host, Narmeen Cameron, and joining me on the island today is Priya Narain, co-founder of Event First Steps, ILEA UK board member and general manager at EMA. Welcome to the show, Priya. Thanks, Narmeen. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here on the island with you. Thank you so much. So for our listeners who don't know about, who don't know you and Event First Steps, can you tell us a little bit more? Yeah, of course. So Event First Steps is an industry in- initiative that I co-founded with two others, um, Eleanor Klaus and Caitlin Kobrak. We started it about four years ago because we both had similar um, experiences of when we started the industry in terms of resources being available to us. We all three came from different routes to the industry. So I came in via a career change and the other two came in, you know, university event management courses. And we were just like, we wish that when we started that there was uh, access to resources and so forth. So that's where the idea of Event First Steps came from in the sense of, well, if that's what we want, well, why don't we be the ones that provide it? So Event First Steps in themselves, like we, that's exactly what we do is, is that we provide a source of resources for people that are taking their first steps in the event industry. And this is done through um, a variety of, of ways. Um, so we well, back in the day, we did live events, so live panel events, um, which we hope to get back to one day. And those panel events would cover off the main the main areas that we are interested in, which are um, the roots of the industry, the different paths that you can take once in the industry, and the diversity in the industry as well. And um, we also did social events. And so during lockdown, we've just been working on, on our offering and creating newsletters and engaging with our um, audience a lot more. It's an excellent resource. And I know I've definitely attended some of your live events before as well. <laughs> so going straight into it now, what is your dream event? Okay, so to be completely honest with you, I hadn't really given this much thought before. Although I do work in the events industry, I am a salesperson. I, 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 I'm the seller. I'm the one that de- you know talks to the client, gets their brief of what they want to do and then deliver on that. So I've never actually really thought about the kind of event that I myself would like to do. However, uh, obviously being part of um, Event First Steps and you know what we try to do there, I wanted the event that I put on to be something with a giving back element to it. So so I thought, you know, a, a fundraising gala, like a charity gala ball, something that can raise money to give back to charities. And I think in this case, maybe multiple charities that deal with children and children in in in, in need and, and so forth. So something on that kind of nurturing vibe as well. Okay, fantastic. So we are doing a charity gala. And don't just say you you are in sales. I've seen you at enough events and I've seen you running enough events. You do know the events industry, so you no, can I, definitely plan. No, that's not what I meant. But, you know, that my <laughs> is is the sales side. So I'm not the one that's planning the event. I'm the one that's helping someone else to plan their event. So helping someone else plan their vision as opposed to having my own vision. So having this uh, unlimited budget to create an event of my choice, it's like, ooh, this is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's really, really fun. So um, going on from that, where is this charity gala being hosted? Have you thought about uh, a venue or just a general location for this event? Um, so I would 
I wouldn't say that there's a specific destination in mind. Ideally, it would be somewhere abroad because I would love the opportunity to go venue scouting and traveling around to, to different countries and cities to see, <laughs> to find the perfect venue. However, what I would really like is somewhere that's like in a big mansion. So I want to step away from hotels. Not that I have anything against hotels, but I just want it to be something that's a little bit different, something that's a little bit more unique and creates that kind of unique can't money can't buy experience um so somewhere like somewhere up in the hill and has its own character exactly that exactly that so like the event itself wouldn't really need a theme as such because the the venue the house the mansion has its own character as you say so it would ideally be somewhere like up in the hills with like a cool breeze somewhere that is overlooking the sea so that really calm serene kind of feel to it somewhere a little bit secluded as well but it would be like in a country or a city that has like a warm climate so you know you, you can be outdoors and have like the cool sea breeze blowing through your through, through your hair as as you're sort of standing around. So um so in in the instance like at the very beginning like guests would arrive they have they would have their carriages that will bring them to the event and they will be greeted by ushers who would show them where they need to go and I think on arrival they should they would definitely need to be a champagne welcome reception with obviously champagne and cocktails. Um I've previously worked with a a supplier called Exquisite Cocktails, and they make their strawberry and balsamic, um, with vodka, of course, <laughs> cocktail that is absolutely <laughs> amazing. It's so delicious. So I'd like to have some of those at the event. And for those that don't know, so my previous role was with a catering company called Boulevard Events. So uh, my love of their, my love of food has grown whilst being with them so canapes is a is an absolute must like there's so many canapes that they do that are just amazing what are your favorite canapes that you've had with boulevard and at other events or like just what are your favorite flavors of canapes so um boulevard do this really amazing chicken and truffle coquette which I absolutely love. And if any of the chefs are listening, they will absolutely laugh because every time I go into the kitchen, I'm like, oh, any, any, any croquettes going, any croquettes going. And um, <laughs> during lockdown, they were doing home delivery service. Uh, they, they pivoted quite early to do a home delivery service. And as part of that, they, they would send food to, to us, to the staff that were at home. And my box always had uh, a little box, an additional box from the chef like especially for Priya and it was full of like chicken and truffle crickets so they have to be in there <laughs> they have to be featured in the event at, at some point anyway but there was like one of the most popular canapes with them was one called uh it was coconut and coriander dal and I don't like dal generally I don't like anything that's got a bit of spice it's vegan and I'm not vegan and I'm always the one that's like oh no it's vegan I'm not gonna have that but it was actually a really, really good canopy. So for the for for the for the so for the purpose of the event, nice, clean, easy to eat canapes that people, that will become like a bit of a talking point to the event when people are sort of arriving and mingling with each other and getting to know other people and whatnot. As I say, there'll be people, you know, walking around, popping up glasses. I mean, the kind of people that I want at the event are people that have money and will spend their money you know I kind of want it to be on that on par with like the Met Gala so people are dressing up you know making the big effort you know there's there's step and repeat walls people it's like the the go-to event and there's no particular dress code at such it's just you know come with your money come and spend your money and come because the kids need it so that's the vibe I'm going for 
So we'll come back to the theme. Since we're already on the topic of food, let's and we've done the canapes, let's go straight into the rest of the food. So how many courses are we having, first of all? I think we would need to have at least five. And I absolutely love food. So um, I think to start with would be... Which five courses are we having? So we have a soup, a starter, a main course, dessert, and peas. And I'll like, and I'll tell you why. So soup, and this has not come from any catering company that I've, I've, you know, I've worked with or you know had contact with. But my mum makes the most amazing corn soup, and it's like a cream of corn soup. And whenever it's like Christmas or our birthdays, it's something that she will always make for us because it's always the the thing that is requested the most, especially by me. So I would have that recipe recreated for this event because I absolutely love it. But my mum is the best at making it. So she'd have to, she'd have to, you know. Sometimes you just need mum's cooking. Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, I've, I've tasted some great food in my career, but my mum is the best. <laughs> so moving on to the starter. <laughs> Fantastic. So we've got our soup. Yeah. So that's the, that's the, that's the soup. Then our starter dish would be, so working with Boulevard, one of the one of the dishes that I really liked um, that they made was the it was a hot smoked smoked um, hot smoked salmon with avocado. It might sound quite simple, but it just not only are the flavors amazing, but it actually looks amazing on a plate. It's so bright and colorful because you've got like the pinky orangey color of the salmon, the green of the avocado, and all the little bits that come with it. It just makes it such a colorful and bright dish, and it's very Instagrammable. <laughs> which obviously is, is you know <laughs> these days but uh I think having something that looks pretty as well as tastes good it's a winner for me then for the main course I think I would go for their lamb with a herb crust a herb brioche crust that comes with dauphinoise potatoes which I absolutely love as well so I'm probably choosing that dish more for the the side parts as opposed to the main the, the main protein but I mean, it's it's still a winner of a dish anyway. I've had this dish before and I can definitely vouch for how good it is. Yeah. <laughs> then for dessert, it would have to be double O heaven. And we, as a company, Boulevard had this as a canapé, which they entered into the Canapé Cup um, Square Mill Venues venues Live, I think it's the, the, the title of the event. Um, and they won as the, the winning canapé. And so from that, they've turned it into an actual dessert which obviously is great but it's kind of been a running joke in the company because everything that we do where we need an, an amazing dessert it's like double o heaven double o heaven to the point where it's like oh my god enough double o heaven so what is double o heaven it is chocolate delice oh, let me see if i can remember this right chocolate delice caramel um crack bailey's mousse strawberries both fresh and dehydrated honeycomb and chocolate soil i mean come on that's just opulence right there that that's just an indulgence i like how you just like remembered that like it was a test (laughs) (laughs) i mean when it tastes that good you'd remember (laughs) (laughs) yeah i absolutely love it but then at the end of it all has to have we have to have a cheese board anyone that knows me will know that my love of cheese is it's a thing it's real (laughs) um so we definitely would have to finish with a cheese board. Okay, knowing how many cheeses we have on a cheese board, give me your top five cheeses on a cheese board. I mean, I wouldn't. I you can never go wrong with cheddar because I and I, it's probably not what you'd fit feature on a cheese board, but 
it's just such a it's just such a classic and an absolute favorite so we've got to have that i do love an applewood smoked cheddar nice that sounds lovely <laughs> i like um i like the black bomber like the creamy type cheddars then you've got to have um like one of the french soft cheeses so your camembert or your brie blue you've always got to have like a blue which i think is quite a nice variety it gives a nice variety and kind of caters for you know for all palettes as well and then i think something maybe a little bit more like a goat's cheese again just for the variations in flavors and textures and um, you know got a love like a little bit of oh i could talk about cheeses for ages i'm like oh yeah red leicester oh yeah <laughs> uh, wensleydale oh yeah. i'm like just like thinking of all the cheeses that i would like to eat right now as opposed to what's featured on my on my on my cheese board favorite chutney to go with your cheese um i mean i i like the sweeter varieties so your caramelized onion your quince paste um yeah like that, something a little bit fruitier it's the cheese board itself would would come nicely presented with grapes and figs and obviously your, your your biscuits to go with it but it's got to look quite almost like a grazing board but at your table so that's basically our food cover that actually sounds really good there's one more thing that goes along with food and that is the drink what are we drinking so we obviously we're having the champagne and the cocktails on arrival. So the one I mentioned before, the strawberry and balsamic, got to have that. Um, wines with the meals, I think it, it's a must. I mean, there isn't there is no better accompaniment to meals than wines that are matched to flavors. So we would definitely work with the wine supplier to make sure that the the, the flavors in the food are what's the word matched to the complimenting that's the word complimented with the the flavors in in the wines that are selected personally i really love like a sancerre and a pick pole but that's more probably to do with fish dishes i haven't actually featured any fish you remember? oh maybe with a starter and then obviously a red to go with the the main course but at the end of each meal you'd be, you'd be served tea and coffee but i think i'd quite like to have tea coffee and an espresso martini available for anyone um for post meal i think uh, and I think that's probably because I absolutely love an espresso martini and I need to have them featured somewhere in my event. So probably post-dinner and then available from then from the rest of the night. Drinks would be flowing, uh, you know, once dinner's over and everyone's sort of up and up and about and dancing maybe. There'll be an open bar with all, you know, all kind of premium spirits, uh, cocktails, We'd have like a cocktail um, flair, cocktail master. I don't know what they call them. Yeah. The people that like... Flair bartenders. There you go. People, the ones that throw the bottles up in the air and like <laughs> throw them behind their butt and pour it in all kind of fancy way. Got to have some of those. It's an, it's an, it's an added... So um, a bit of entertainment as well. Yeah, exactly. It's an added visual, isn't it? That's two weeks in a row now we've spoken about um, espresso martinis on this show and I absolutely hate coffee. <laughs> No, but you say that though, Nami. I hate coffee. I don't drink coffee at all. I don't drink any coffee, but I do like espresso martini. And a lot of people say that's weird, and I agree with them. <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll have to try one one day. Yeah. So that all that food absolutely sounds beautiful, and obviously we've got the incredible boulevard coming down, and obviously your mum's soup recipe. Yeah. Um, so that's fantastic. So going back on to the event, um, obviously being a charity gala, we've got like a very nice um, 
image or venue in mind. How are we sort of theming the event? We've got some sort of like feel to this. Um, so I'd quite like it to have a, a bit of a, a sustainable um, kind of attribute to it in some way. Um, I'd really like um, flower walls, um, things that are quite natural and anything that's used in a flower wall will then be donated to um, local hospitals or, or, you know, places like that where um, having fresh flowers would actually brighten up the, the space as opposed to just being thrown away. Um, I, from exhibitions that I've been to, I've seen a company called Petal to the Metal. I've never worked with them or have actually dealt with them, but I've seen them at exhibitions and think that the stuff that they do is pretty, pretty creative and amazing. So they can like make you know, floral arches or, you know, any kind of object made out of flowers. So that would be pretty amazing. Like a couple of years ago, I was lucky enough to go to the Chelsea Flower Show and, you know, seeing some of the the creations that people make of, of things, but it's all out of flowers. So that's the kind of look I'd want in terms of like that kind of nice naturalness to it. However, I, I feel like I would still like to have this undertone of black and gold purely because I personally like yeah. black and gold as a, as a colour. And I think as a colour sort of scheme, and I think maybe that can be sort of um, accentuated in like the, the staff uniforms, like waiters wearing black with like a hint of gold or, you know, or the other way around. Um, table setting, so like black charger plates with gold cutlery. Um, something that, you know, gives off that kind of it's a very classy combination yeah it gives it that opulence and I think because of the nature of the people that we are targeting to come to this event it is going to be something that needs to exude that kind of opulence and grandeur about it and to me black and gold has always um resonated for me in with that so maybe Mm. have, have that somewhere in the event especially like maybe like the lettering and any sort of signage and things like that so uh that's the theme and we've basically touched a little bit about the guests so before we get on to the entertainment talk to me about the guests like who are we who are we targeting this at obviously it's charity so who are the guests uh the guests that i would like to target are ones with big pockets absolutely big pockets and and you know people that are willing to give um the, the point of the event is to raise as much money as possible. So, yeah, big, deep pockets. But ideally, me personally, I would really love to have an event where the Obamas turn up. Turn up. Um, I would I would absolutely love them. They're like my dream people to me. I mean, first of all, as a couple, they are fantastic. But also as individuals, they are so inspiring as people. Um, I would love for Michelle Obama to get up on stage and do like a like a welcome introduction to everybody before the you know as people are taking their seats and before the food is served just to sort of say thank you know thank you to everyone for coming I mean what she stands for and and I think I I think she would be the perfect addition to the event especially for you know an event that's raising money for children I think that's right up her street. What other guests do we have ending? Well in terms of like I said guests anyone anyone with money I'm not I'm I'm not uh, what's the word I'm not going to discriminate anyone in terms of who can and can't come but so first of all you know people with money but in addition to that I would like a couple of tables that were 
set aside for people from the charities. So some of the children, I want some of the children to be at the event. They have to be at the event. They are the reason that we are doing the event. So I would like them to be able to experience what is what is being done and, you know, having a, this great, fantastic night. Uh, so the children themselves, people from the charity, so the ambassadors, um, the key workers that uh, are involved in a day-to-day basis. I, I, For me, it's very important that they are represented at the event as well. Although, yes, we want people with money to come and spend the money and raise the money, but the people that the money is being raised for need to be represented and at the event not and, I, and i'm saying that not so that they are um uh what's the word or well, how to say it, like they're not put on display and they're put on show that's not what i that's not um that's not the reason the re, you know it would be simply so they can have an, a fantastic night themselves obviously they wouldn't pay for a thing that's beautiful yeah absolutely i think that's a really nice touch there to have them also enjoy this lavish experience which brings me on to the final point which is sometimes the most fun i don't know if you found the food more fun but we're going to go on to entertainment so you mentioned you're going to have the obamas as guests but who like who are we having a entertain the guests and b like as an mc who is going to help all these rich rich deep pockets empty okay so my host and my MC of the night, and this is probably the easiest question I can answer for you from all the questions you've asked me today, is Idris Elba. He is amazing. He, I absolutely love him. I think he's gorgeous. And I just want him at the event because I love him. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think I think his suaveness, his ability to talk to people, he, he is an MC, he's a singer, he's a rapper, he's a DJ, you know, he's a master of everything. So I think he would be a great addition to have at the event just to get people to spend their money um he's just so cool I love him <laughs> I'm like a fangirl right now I'm like ah! <laughs> um, in terms of entertainment I would love to have Adele sing um I think I think having someone iconic like her would obviously be a big draw to the event but on a personal side I think she would be such a fantastic person to have a drink with she's such a laugh she's she's you know you know, apart from being a fantastic singer, she's a great comedian as well. Like just her, just her general banter, and I think she would be she would be really fun to have. So you know, having to deal with her in the in the in the green room and you know getting her rider sorted, I I wouldn't mind doing that. That sounds absolutely incredible. Um, and then final question. I always say final question, but there always tends to be one more that pops up. So obviously we are getting people to donate. Um, and I think we said we would be having an auction. Can you give us a little insight into what some of these auction prizes would be? Yeah, of course. And I think this is this is where my experience in in sales is like oh this is the bit that I've piqued in interest in the most you know in terms of finding sponsorship finding you know the you know the greatest deals and um, and prizes shall we say so I think you know the things that are going to you know raise the most money things like holidays flights um, hotel stays branded goods so you know going up to you know luxury companies and be like right you need to you know sponsor your 50,000 diamond necklace for auction, that kind of stuff. So that kind of caliber of of event, of prizes. But it could also be little things like a date with Idris. I know he's married, but, you know, I'd... I'd, I'd... <laughs> <laughs> back, back to Idris we go. <laughs> We're always back to Idris. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think prizes of, of a certain... Um, 
uh, calibrate. You know, this is so funny because this reminds me of an episode of Friends that I just rewatched recently, where Joey uh, bidded on a on a yacht, and he didn't realize he was actually bidding in the silent auction. He thought he was guessed the prize. Um, guess the price of the prize <laughs> he, uh, when he was announced the win he's like oh yeah I've won but but yeah so I am drifting <laughs> just want to double check there's not going to be a secret shrine to Idris Elba at this event is there um maybe maybe on like my the clipboard because obviously the event manager always has a clipboard <laughs> my clipboard will be covered in pictures of him. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um I, I know I think we spoke about like swag bags and, and things like that. And I personally don't want to have swag bags because I don't think um, I, I don't think they will enhance the event in any way. However, I would like swag bags for the kids that that come to the event. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what kids actually like <laughs> these days, but, you know, things like phones or you know, tech, techie stuff and games. I think it'd be quite a nice addition to, to have something like that for the children that are attending. I think that's really, really lovely. This all sounds like such a beautiful event. Is there anything else that we haven't spoken about that you might want to add to this event? Um, no, I just think uh, it it's all about raising money. And, and, you know, if you can sort of picture it, it's up, up, in, the, up in the hills, nice cold breeze when you arrive it's all very opulent it's very grand you know inside you think chandeliers and you know uh, it's it's formal but with with a casual vibe to it if that makes sense so it is a formal dinner it's people have paid a lot of money but I want it to be in a relaxed environment so people actually do have fun when they're there and they let their hair down and actually I think I've just got something that's just come to mind actually I think I would like people to hand their phones in on arrival. Oh. Yeah. This is something that's, you know, I'm just thinking about, because, you know, we were talking about, oh, the Instagramable food and whatnot. Actually, I would like for the event, once guests are inside, they hand their phone in. So they're all about being in the present and, you know, being there for the purpose of, of the of the charities and of the event and not distracted by phones, because I think phones can be quite distracting. Oh, I think that's a really nice little um, touch, especially, obviously, we're trying to think about um, the children and the charities that we're doing this for and being present in that moment instead of being attached to technology. So I think that's a really lovely little addition to the events. Yeah, great food, great drink, great fun. Yeah, great charities, great food and drink, as you said, great cheeses. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and and obviously and obviously Idris Elba. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> the listeners can't see this, but Priya is slightly going red at the thought of Idris. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing your dream event with us today, Priya. No, no problem at all. It's been it's been fun to to be on the desert island with you. Maybe we could have the event on the desert island. On your desert island. I know. Maybe we... Oh, yeah. Maybe I need to buy a desert island. And (laughs) actually, you know, instead of... And we can then do this podcast live and fly people into my private island. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. For anyone who wants to um, connect with you or find out more about um, ILEA or Event First Steps, what's the best way to do that? 
So I'm available on all social media channels. So Instagram, Twitter, even myself at Priya and Rain or Event First Steps for or eventfirststeps.com if you want to check out the website. And you can find out more about Desert Island Events by heading to our Instagram page at Desert Island Events or on Twitter at Desert Island E. Thank you so much once again for joining us, Priya. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. And we hope to speak to you again soon. Thank you. Bye.